What is up? I am Evan Lovett, and welcome to my new podcast, In a Minute with Evan Lovett. This is an Odyssey original brought to you by my company, In a Minute Media, coming to you live from my studio in the heart of my favorite city in the world, Los Angeles, California. Let's get into it. Yo, what is up? We are here in the heart of Los Angeles at the I Am Studios. And we're doing something different today for episode number 10. That's right. We're in double digits. And to celebrate hitting this milestone, we're going to do a special episode. There are not going to be any segments today. I'm doing tunnel vision. Just one topic. But this is a topic that's special to me. Not just because I love it, but because the very first episode of LA in a Minute, that really was LA in a Minute, was the 10 oldest fast food chains originating in Los Angeles. So I want to pay homage And this is important because this isn't just a story about fast food. This is a story of the growth of Los Angeles and perhaps its largest export of all time to the rest of the world, culturally, economically, and even culinarily. I'm going to dedicate today's podcast to fast food. Let's get into it. So fast food is terrible and it's delicious and it's kind of ridiculous how much we love it. I mean, it's known as a guilty pleasure. Listen, I've eaten a Big Mac and fries in my car two blocks from my house because I told my wife that I was trying to stay healthy and I didn't want her to know that I was eating fast food. I mean, this is so American and also so L.A. You can go into a McDonald's, a Taco Bell, Panda Express, and you'll see literally every demographic grouping there. Old, young all races, all ages, all economic backgrounds kind of sharing a meal. There's not a lot of places, food or otherwise, that offer that. And so for the sake of this episode, I want to define fast food, okay? Fast food, by definition, it's mass-produced food designed for commercial resale with a strong priority placed on speed of service. And fast food has evolved over the years because what was considered fast food 85 years ago, we might not think of as fast food now. Bob's big boy, I'm looking at you. But I'm going to dive into that as well. And while I'd like to tell you that LA invented fast food, the truth is the first fast food chain was opened by Roy Allen and Frank Wright, A and W, in 1919 where Trey Boys pioneered drive-in curbside service of this new concoction that they purchased from a pharmacist, Root Beer. And while A&W now is basically just known for the beverage, they had five stands within two years, and they get the crown as the originator of fast food as we know it. What about grimy, guilt-inducing, gut-busting fast food? Well, that would be White Castle, which opened in Wichita, Kansas in 1921. But from there, boy, is this an L.A. story. Perhaps the consummate L.A. story. From car hop service to drive-ins to drive-throughs, it's an objective fact that Los Angeles is the capital of fast food and that we exported fast food culture to the world. Check this out. McDonald's, Taco Bell, Carl's Jr., Panda Express, Fat Burger, In-N-Out, Wiener Schnitzel, Del Taco, Hot Dog on a Stick, Tommy's, all started in Los Angeles. And that's not even counting places that meet the definition of fast food, 
but aren't really what we think of as fast food. I'm talking about places like Seas Candies, Orange Julius, IHOP, International House of Pancakes, Baskin Robbins, Bob's Big Boy, Zanku Chicken, Ono Hawaiian Barbecue, also all of which start in Los Angeles. And bonus points? El Pollo Loco, which actually started in Sinaloa, Mexico. Its first location outside of Mexico? You guessed it, Los Angeles. And what about cult favorites? Juan Pollo, Baker's drive through Farmer Boy. Those all started in the Inland Empire, which is L.A. Well, L.A. adjacent, but you catch my drift. So let's go full stop right here. Let me make a proclamation. I love fast food. Give me an In-N-Out double-double with grilled onions, Tommy's chili cheeseburger with chili cheese fries, McDonald's quarter pounder with fries on the burger. This is making my mouth water just talking about this. And I used to eat fast food in college basically every day, but it's a treat now. I mean, really, it's a treat, something I look forward to. Once a month, I'm going to pick a spot and just go crazy. Okay, maybe maybe twice or three times a month, actually. Don't tell my wife. But I have to tell you, for a while, when I was commuting an hour plus each way from Valley Village to El Segundo, I'd get fast food on the way home two or three times a week. I mean, it helps the time go by faster. It makes the drive more tolerable. And honestly, it's just delicious. So why LA? What made Los Angeles the incubator of fast food? One word sums it up. Cars. With cars came freeways in the highway system. Freedom, travel, exploration. This was the new culture. America started driving more than ever before and we rearranged our cities and our lives based on car travel. And this was a natural response to the American on-the-go lifestyle. Southern California and L.A. were booming with post-war prosperity. Wartime industry turned into Civil War defense manufacturing. Aviation and automobile companies were peddled to the metal and L.A. was at the hub of all this. People needed jobs and jobs were here in Los Angeles. With jobs came money. With money came even more people. And people wanted to spend that money out there on the freeways, exploring. How do you explore? By car. And guess what? You need to eat while you're exploring and seeing the world. Remember, this was new. The car wasn't even ubiquitous until after World War I. And there wasn't a car in every driveway until the 1940s. The easiest way to eat while you're exploring? Fast food. So let me give you some facts. Since 2016, 37% of adults have consumed fast food every day. That's self-identified. The real number might even be higher. Some people, honestly, are maybe even a little ashamed to be eating fast food, or at least admitting that they eat it every day. And the percentage of adults who consume fast food decreased with age. From 20 to 39-year-olds, 45% admit to eating fast food every day. From 40 to 59-year-olds... 38% admit to eating fast food every day. And above age 60, 24%, which is still a ton. Here's a weird stat. One that kind of, I had to look this one over like three times. I had to cross check this. The percentage of adults who consumed fast food increased with income. This is from the CDC. 
You can go on the government website and check that out. How does that make sense? Well, it's the simple formula that people who make more money often work longer hours and are in more of a hurry. They get shorter breaks. They eat on the go. It's just cheaper, easier, faster. And now amongst those who consume fast food, men report eating fast food as a meal, but women report eating fast food as a snack. Now let's talk about some milestone moments in the history of fast food. I want to start with the classic, the backbone of fast food as far as I'm concerned, the cheeseburger. The cheeseburger didn't come into being until 1924 when a teenager named Lionel Sternberger, who was working on the line at a place called Right Spot in Pasadena, decided to put cheese on a hamburger and he sold it to a delighted customer and people kept asking for it. Now he called it the aristocratic burger, kind of a mouthful for just putting a slice of cheese on a hamburger and eventually became known as the cheeseburger. But there is a plaque commemorating the first time that a cheeseburger was ever served right spot in Pasadena. But what about white castle, which we discussed it opened in 1921. I mean, even today, they're running promos featuring their 1921 slider with cheese. So, I mean, it came from 1921. Guess what? And you can look this up. White Castle didn't add cheese to their sliders until 1962. So, yeah, that 1921 slider might have been a slider, but it definitely didn't have cheese on it. What about the combo meal? The first combo meal. Everybody, you get your number one, your number four, whatever. We all know our combo meals. That was invented by a place called Burger Chef in Indianapolis in 1958. It was known to patrons as the triple threat and it was sold for 45 cents, burger, fries, and a drink. Hats off to Burger Chef. And I also want to take a detour on these guys because look at this. Burger Chef was actually the first chain to offer a toy with a kid's meal. Yeah, you heard that right. McDonald's did not invent the premise behind the Happy Meal after all. Burger Chef introduced the kids meal plus toy combo in 1973. They called it the Fun Meal. And it was so popular that they collaborated with Star Wars to create exclusive themed kids meals in 1978. That's right. Burger Chef and Star Wars. 1978. Wonder what those uh, toys are going for these days on eBay. Whew. But by the following year, 1979, McDonald's steps in. They steal the chain's thunder with the introduction of the Happy Meal. Now, Burger Chef wasn't too happy about it. There was some litigation. But Burger Chef settled out of court and the damage was done. Burger Chef, who invented it all, shut its doors in 1996, leaving its legacy completely unheard of even amongst fast food fans nationwide. So salute to Burger Chef, the pioneer, the combo meal, and the kids meal with toy. That is legendary. But probably our most famous and important milestone in fast food history, the drive-thru. Who invented the drive-thru? Well, you may not be surprised. In and out. Get it? In, out? 1948. Esther and Harry Snyder opened their first In-N-Out in Baldwin Park. Right off the freeway, they had the foresight to know that people are going to be driving and exploring. But they wanted their meals faster. 
And Harry Snyder was like, people are going to want to eat in the car, which was a weird concept at the time. Don't forget, there were drive-ins and car hop. Like, you're not eating on the go. But Harry Snyder was a thinker and he was a tinkerer. And he saw the value and knew that people would want to, well, drive through. So he tinkered and he tinkered and he figured out a two-way speaker, a way to enable patrons to order directly from their cars without the intermediation of a car hop. And the drive-through was born and billions, if not more, of meals have been served on the go in cars ever since. So who has the fastest drive-through times? This is as of 2020, so it's before COVID, but it's the most recent stats. The fastest drive-through time belongs to Taco Bell with an average of four minutes and 23 seconds. Second fastest, KFC, four minutes and 35 seconds. Third fastest is Carl's Jr., four minutes, 49 seconds. And coming in fourth, and the only other one under five minutes is Duncan, four minutes and 58 seconds. So now I want to talk about most locations of each fast food restaurant. Which one has the most locations in the world? Number one, probably no surprise, McDonald's, 40,031 locations. Can you imagine that? 40,000 McDonald's across the globe. Number two is Subway with 37,000. I think I remember somewhere along the line, Subway was number one, but I think since the Jared Fogle debacle, uh, they closed down some locations. But either way, they're still number two. Number three is Starbucks. Yeah, I know Starbucks isn't fast food, but it is, and it fits the definition. And either way, it's third with 36,170. Coming in at number four, KFC. With 26,934 locations. That is a lot of Colonel Sanders' original recipe. Number five is Burger King. Jacksonville, Florida's own Burger King. With 19,247 restaurants. Number six sort of surprised me. Pizza Hut. 18,848. And number seven, right on their tail. Another pizza spot, Domino's. 18,000. 381. Now, number eight and nine, we get into the Donut Brothers. Well, they're not really Donut Brothers. I'm just calling them that. But number eight is Dunkin' Donuts, 11,300. And Krispy Kreme, number nine, with 10,427. And clocking in at number 10 is a place called Hunt Brothers Pizza that I had never heard of. Hunt Brothers has eight thousand locations now i had wondered how i'd never even heard of a restaurant with eight thousand locations i mean i've traveled a fair share especially across this country so i looked it up hunt brothers comes out of nashville they opened in 1991 and most of their locations are inside convenience stores so if you know hunt brothers if you've tried it let me know shoot me a dm i'm actually curious and just for my own sake i'm gonna do number 11 taco bell seven thousand 791 locations. One other fact, one milestone, because sometimes you got to get that fast food breakfast, right? I love the sausage cheese sandwich 
with the tater tots at Burger King. I know they no longer have the tater tots and I've moved on, but that was my favorite breakfast sandwich, but they're all awesome. But guess who invented the fast food breakfast? It was brought to consumers by McDonald's in the early 1970s. It was a franchise owner named Herb Peterson who came up with the breakfast sandwich idea at his location in Goleta in 1972. He reportedly had a deep love of Eggs Benedict, this Herb Peterson did. So the breakfast sandwich was based off of this classic. He called it the Egg McMuffin, and he presented it directly to the McDonald's CEO at the time, Ray Kroc. Ray Kroc took one bite, and he knew this was going on the menu because McDonald's had recently begun selling sweet rolls and donuts. They were already attempting to get into that breakfast market, but it wasn't clicking. It wasn't sticking. And with one bite of the Egg McMuffin, Ray Kroc knew that Peterson had a winner with the Egg McMuffin, and the rest is history. Okay, let me finish with a story that everybody thinks they know, but they don't know. This was mind-blowing when I did this research. I always hear about the oldest McDonald's in Downey. It is the oldest one in existence. That's true, and that location is pretty dope. I always hear that McDonald's start in San Bernardino. Everybody knows San Bernardino, San Bernardino. And that's what you'll even find on their website, but that's not true. McDonald's actually started in Los Angeles. Let me tell you the story. In 1937, Patrick McDonald opened the Airdrome, a food stand. He sold hamburgers for 10 cents, and he also sold orange juice. Orange juice was actually his biggest selling product. And this food stand was in Monrovia, specifically at the Monrovia Airport. It was a hexagonal building with a tall flagpole sitting out of the middle. I mean... Again, it makes sense. Pilots were hungry, thirsty, need something quick, something easy. Not a huge business, but there it was. And in 1940, his two sons, Maurice and Richard, well, they took over the business and they saw the bustling Route 66 over in San Bernardino. So they decided to move the entire building because again, a hexagonal building, you know, it'll draw some folks in. So they moved the entire building to San Bernardino. They shut it down for a few months while they were doing a little reinvention, renovation, and they renamed it McDonald's Barbecue. They served 25 barbecued items on their menu, but it was time intensive and labor intensive and costly. Barbecue was not cheap. So in 1948, the McDonald brothers, they made the bold and perhaps foolish at the time decision to step back and reassess the business and they closed the doors again so in order to speed up service they slashed the menu from 25 items to only nine and they eliminated the pricey time-consuming barbecue they also rid themselves of car hops which were serving the food at the time so that lowered the labor cost and perhaps most historically they renamed the restaurant simply mcdonald's Focusing on burgers, fries, and milkshakes. And by the way, it wasn't until 1953 that they began franchising the restaurant. And in 1961, they were bought out by Ray Kroc. But that's a story for the full history of McDonald's. Coming soon. All right. 
Time for me to close this thing out because I got to go get some Jack in the Box. Now, for me, my order, sourdough Jack, seven-piece jalapenos, spicy chicken sandwich, no mayo because I got to be healthy, of course, curly fries, four tacos, buttermilk sauce. Yeah, that's how we do it when we dig in. So that's episode number 10. Go get some fast food. Celebrate life. Celebrate food. Celebrate cars, freeways, Los Angeles. We are the home of fast food and fast food culture. Tell me what your favorite order is from your favorite fast food spot. We're having so much fun with In a Minute with Evan Lovett. It's the feedback that motivates me and keeps me going. And don't forget to rate the podcast. It is super helpful. Each one of those ratings, five stars, please. (laughs) It's super important to me. Make sure you subscribe, share it with friends. I appreciate y'all. All All right, y'all. It's been a minute.